What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Yankees Passion Podcast. Once again, it's your boy, Freddie, coming at you with episode number 32. And uh, as you can tell, you know, my uh, my voice is a little bit different from the last episode. I've had a couple of days to kind of uh, sleep on the loss. I mean, of course, that's still going to hurt. It's going to hurt all the way into the next uh, playoffs, at least for me. I mean, I'm, I'm excited, you know, of course, for next season. Um, you know, I'm still going to get excited when we win. Don't get me wrong, but there's always going to be that thought in the back of my head. That's like, you know, well, yeah, we can win a hundred games, but let's win the world series. And then I'll be, you know, fully ecstatic. But anyway, um, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, this is not going to be an off season type episode. I'm not going to do that yet. I want the season to completely be over the world series to be over. Maybe wait for some a uh, couple of things to stir. We'll see how it goes during the week. But um, this is going to be more based on the Yankees having a major press conference just now. Uh, it's 1.26 p.m. And I have been watching since about 12, I would say 12.15. So it was uh, a little over an hour press conference with uh, general manager Brian Cashman of the Yankees. And, of course, um, the actual uh, manager for the Yankees, Aaron Boone. Uh, both of them were on there and uh, had a lot to say, uh, especially Cashman. Um, and there's a lot of things to go over. Um, I'm just going to start off with some information that was brought uh, as far as injuries and things to to kind of keep note of. Uh, Masahiro Tanaka had surgery in his elbow to remove bone chips, which... Um, I think we kind of knew he already had. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was already. He was supposed to get Tommy John surgery, I think, last season. Or he, not that he was supposed. He had an option to, and he chose not to. He didn't feel it was necessary, and um, and, and kind of pitched with something of that nature. I know. I don't know if it was bone chips or something, but I know that we always knew that there was something. But it wasn't to the point where obviously it was affecting him too bad because he did have a great postseason performance. Uh, looked very, very good. So. He's having that surgery, but uh, the good news is that he already ha- actually he already had it, and he will be ready for spring training. So no time missed as of yet for 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 at least for, you know due to surgery he should be ready for spring training. Uh, Luke Voigt is another one that had surgery. I forgot exactly what they called it, but um, he had surgery and he's also uh, expected to be ready for spring training. I don't really know how I feel about that. Uh, I love you know Luke Voigt had a great somewhat of a great season but um kind of fell off and plus you know with dj lemayu and 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 things that we can kind of move around i don't really know how i feel about the luke void coming back next year but like i said that's another topic for another episode we'll get into that more when i get to that episode the major uh, injury news is the aaron hicks this is the big one okay uh Hicks is expected to have UCL reconstructive surgery on October 30th um, to repair, of course, his UCL. Uh, And he's expected to miss eight to 10 months. So what that means is basically best case scenario. What is that? Uh, He'll be back maybe July in best case scenario, which I highly doubt. He may miss the whole season, maybe come back in September. I mean, who knows? Um, now, here's the thing. There's good, there's positives to say, say about Hicks, and there's things that kind of pester me, I would say. 
Hicks is one of those guys that we've had him for a few years. I've always liked the type of player he is. He's a switch hitter. Uh, does hit a lot of pretty good hits and 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 you know clutch spots. Uh, I know this year he did. He's he's come up big in some clutch plays. Um, and like I said, switch hitter. He actually usually hits better from the left side, uh, which is great for Yankee Stadium. Um, also, you know, he, the, the you know he 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 actually was able to hit a home run, a big home run for us in a situation where. I mean, this guy's elbow, he's, his, his UCL was damaged, and he's hitting a home run. And really, with the, when I've learned that, I'm like, man, that makes me hate Stanton so much more now. Because this, guy's compl- this guy is a DH. You don't even have to play the fucking field. And he couldn't do it. And not fun. Aaron Hicks wasn't that bad when he came back. He got a couple of hits. I mean, he played the outfield. He did fine. Um, and that made me kind of like, oh, damn, man, Stan's a real fucking, like, I don't know. But anyway, I'm not going to get into too much. There's a lot to talk about. I don't want to spend too much time on the Stan's an asshole and weak and whatever. Um, but basically, like I said, the problem with Hicks is that he's been hurt for almost every season that we've had him. I can't remember a season where he stayed healthy. Um, and, and, and that's the problem. Uh, I wish Hicks would just stay healthy because I would love that type of player to just play a full season, uh, multiple full seasons at this point. Or, I mean, of course, you're going to have injury stints here and there, maybe a week, maybe a couple of days, whatever. But when you have injury stints that last months, every single year, and now another, now we have another one where he's going to be out for a full year. It's uh, practically a full year. It's kind of like, man, what is going on? Um, it's just it's crazy. So that's the bad news with Aaron Hicks. I don't know how they're going to play that. Like I said, the offseason episode will take place later. Um, Cashman did acknowledge that there is an injury problem. Uh, he did claim that the review process is in full effect. What he means by that is they're basically looking at all areas, not just staff, but everything that could have happened. He did admit to saying that there's certain uh, rehabs that didn't work. Um you know, maybe that they have to look at something that maybe we could have changed in the rehab process or something like that. I don't know what he means by that. Um, he did say if there is going to be any new hires or anything like that, that they'll, he'll release it, but that it's in full effect, that the the review is in full effect, basically. Um, they are looking into everything that regarding injuries because he did acknowledge that it definitely was a problem and an issue for the Yankees last season. Now, this is where it gets very interesting, and this is where I kind of turned on Cashman big time, okay? Anybody that knows my my, my podcast throughout the season, um, I've kind of was like 50-50 with Cashman because I do think that he's made some good moves that you can't, you, you can't, you know, look away from, like the Glaber Torres situation. That was a great trade. Things like that, but... To say that the Yankees are not the Yankees that they used to be as far as um, managing the team and resources and free agency and stuff like that, that's an understatement. They, I think what Cashman said today really reflects, and, and, and now I understand that that old school Yankees where they're going to get whatever they need is gone. And I, and I hope that Yankee fans can just don't even expect it because he made it very clear that that's just not the way that they are. What I mean by that is there was a question by 
um, one of the reporters that I wish I can just give him a round of applause because uh, he he pretty much was correct in everything he said and Cashman was 100% wrong. Um, he pretty much basically asked, um, and I guess this kind of goes with the, the other topic too, uh, basically asked that, you know, does he feel like how, uh, um, how Steinbrenner Jr. has not been um, as... I guess spend friendly, if you want to use it for lack of a better term, to kind of like spend where we where it was needed, or or refuses to spend the money that is needed to acquire certain players or whatever it may be. Um, basically, asking it, do you feel like Hal Steinbrenner Jr. has been cheap with the resources, with the money, and and asking that in the nicest way possible? And and Cashman basically said that there's he's not cheap. He says that there's very, very few times that he said no about a, a, a player that Cashman inquired about and basically said that anytime he asks Hal about a player, um, Hal basically says, if you think it's the right road, if you think that's what we need, then, you know, here's the money, go for it. So at the same time, I don't know if I should blame Cashman on that, because if that's the case, then Cashman is Cashman's the cheap one because he's not spending Hal's money correctly. That's absolutely obvious and I, not couldn't be clearer that he does not want to spend money um because what happens after that is the the reporter then goes on to say um do you feel any kind of i guess uh, you know regrets or anything like that because you know two pitchers that you pass he quote unquote he said two pitchers that you passed up on um are now in the world series competing for you know the world series trophy and cashman had the most bizarre unbelievable answer i could ever expect and i I thought he was gonna have some kind of a clever answer and it made him actually look worse uh for having this answer he basically said i didn't pass on anybody what who did i pass on like if he's a he's literally oblivious to what's going on and the reporter then said well yeah you passed you passed on guys like verlander and 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 cole and he goes oh well when when verlander was available uh two three years ago uh he he wouldn't fit in our payroll which bang right there, right there. I'm sorry, dude. Hal Steinbrenner Sr. May his soul rest in peace because Hal Steinbrenner would have been like, I don't give a flying fuck about this payroll right now. Um, we'll pay the penalty. This is a guy like Justin Verlander that we need on this team right now, period. That's the type of guy he was. Now, I'm going to get into something else that comes with kind of being emotional spender, but I'll get into that in a minute. Then he was asked about Cole. So his answer basically for Verlander was that the, 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 the money wasn't there for him to, 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 to pay a, a Verlander type contract. Okay. Then they say to Cole, oh, well, you passed up on Cole. He goes, I didn't pass up on Cole. I went to Pittsburgh. I gave them, you know, an offer. They, and Pittsburgh thought that the Astros offer was better. Okay. So then basically, once again, that does reflect on the fact that you're passing up. You're not giving enough. To acquire somebody, which means you're being limited on your resources. You're, you're being cheap. I'm sorry. It's true. Say what you want. But how Steinbrenner Sr. once again would have said, I need a guy like that. We tried to draft him. We knew how great he was. This is a guy we need on our team. Give them what they need. Simple as that. That is the end of story. I'll get into the emotional spending in a minute, but I'm just trying to get over what he's saying here. Then he said, they said, okay. You also passed up on Corbin. And this is where the, the um, 
I think the the uh, what do you call it? the reporter kind of fell off a little bit, but he kind of bounced back. But he basically uh, said, "I did make an offer." He goes, "You didn't make an offer to Corbin, which is not true. That I'll give you. He did make an offer to Corbin. That was well known, but he did. I still count that as a pass." If you offer somebody something and they say that's not enough and then you say no, that's a pass. You're passing on that player. Okay? And what happened is you lost a player that's now on a team that's going to the World Series. So actually it was three play, uh, pitchers that we could have had in our arsenal that are now all in the World Series. because All because, once again, money, money, and money. Or, or money resources and money, if you want to go. Because Cole was more about the resources. They didn't want to give up the players that, you know, Pittsburgh was asking for. Whatever it may be. Um, so, it, it kind of, it, it makes me feel like, wow, is he really that stupid? Is he that oblivious to what's going on around him? That he doesn't count that as a pass? Now, I, I keep hearing uh, also during this during the week, like, no, I don't think anybody's really saying that the reason why the Yankees lost is because of their pitching. I don't think that's the case at all. Because uh, I, I've been hearing that not only from you know, guys like Michael Kay on his show, and then Cashman said it again today that you know pitching was... Uh, no shit pitching wasn't our, the reason that we lost. It was our offense. I'll give you that. But what I think people are trying to make a statement of is that, listen, you're letting other teams that we're competing with get pitchers that would if they did not have those pitchers and we did that may have put us over the top of them and we might have been able to hang in there and make it to the world series and maybe win a world championship because then you have uh, uh teams like the Astros not having Verlander or Cole and you have teams like the Washington Nationals not having Patrick Corbin to to, uh, to use so I don't think that they're saying that our pitching was the reason for us losing they're saying that the reason we, we could have prevented. Sometimes it's more about preventing another team from getting a, an asset. You know, at that time, the Astros were our number one threat. Okay, maybe second to the Red Sox. Or maybe first. To, I would say the Red Sox is the number one threat. I mean, if you see the Red Sox are going to grab somebody that's in our division, you're going to want to grab them before they do. Grant that. But you know, right after that, it's the Astros at that time with the Verlander trade. You know, at that time, Verl uh, Astros are number two threat. They just won the World Series. You know, they're, they're going to win the World Series. Uh, they won the World Series in 2017. Um, they got Verlander in that year. You could see clearly that they were the best team at that time. Sometimes it's about, listen, we don't want you to have that type of a player on your team. We'd rather have them. So fuck that. We're going to buy it. Just like what teams do to the Yankees when they try and, uh, you know, ask for more than they would ask for other teams because they know, listen, this is a team that is going to be a you know a, a world a playoff contender we don't want them to have over over assets so we're gonna ask for a lot you know what that's their right and i'm sorry al sternberger senior would have been like okay here whatever now i'm not saying go ahead and throw glaber torres at them but i'm saying you can offer other shit that make me makes the deal a little bit more appeasing okay if, of course with the corbin you have no you have no room to talk and verlander as well because money should not be an issue for the Yankees. I'm sorry. It's just the truth. The money, the amount of money that the Yankees make off of season ticket sales uh, 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 and, and fucking concessions, fucking a beer is like 14 bucks, 12 bucks, whatever the fuck it is. A hot dog's another 12 fucking bucks. 
bullshit, okay? Don't fucking tell me that you want to spend light after you get all that money, okay? The amount of money that Yankee fans spend on going to see that fucking team, they sh they, they better throw money at, like, like, like I said in the last episode, like strippers. You want fucking bills? Here, take them. Get on my team. Let's go. Don't worry about it. Our fans are paying fucking money up the ass to see a fucking team. If we can't put on a good team with the amount of money that the Yankee fans are spending, we are a fucking schmuck. Okay, that's simple as that. Now, then he did say, then they went on to say things like, um, they asked him, so do you think that, you know, uh, you, you, you've said in the past, you know, they, they were asking Cashman they, that you wanted to build this team based on, you know, around power and, you know, stuff like that. You, you wanted their approach to be, you know, power hitting and that was going to get you through um, the season. That was the best analytical way and everything like that. And they said, do you regret anything uh, you know as far as the way the postseason played out do you regret having that approach do you think that, that approach needs to be changed and he said no he literally said no which is bizarre because the the, the literally the, the the one thing that we lost in in the world and in, in the in the uh alcs was due to the fact that we were trying to hit home runs when all we needed to do was get clutch hits that was literally you want to talk about what was the reason why the yankees lost the alcs that is the reason we literally were we lost because we did not get hits in clutch situations because guys were trying to hit home runs when we did not need home runs. We need a clutch hit. You got to be able to have a different approach with two outs. And you know what? They were saying, oh, the Yankees have been the best all season with this. And I'll go back to another point. If you realize the reason why that is, is a lot of our guys that are strikeout prone and usually do try and swing for the fences all the time, we're hurt for a majority of the season. Okay, we had guys that were coming in that literally were coming in trying to prove themselves. And that's the guys that made that happen. That's those the, the, the guys that next man up, those are the guys that were hitting with two outs, getting those base hits, driving in runs, the Gio Urshelas, the Cameron Mabins at times, um, fucking talking that towards the end of the season. Uh, Mike Ford with, with with big hits at the end of the uh, uh, you know, um, I mean it's the guys that came in and 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 kind of I think what really happened is what everybody was afraid of, as crazy as it sounds I understand, but when guys that were coming back to the game you know coming back from injury people were a little nervous like oh man are we gonna start striking out again and our team's not gonna have that same spark like it had when everybody was out. And I, I know it sounds crazy because, you know, these are guys that are known to be, you know, high caliber players and, and, and thing. But I'm sorry, that has a lot to do with it. These are guys that need you. Listen, if you want to go for a home run swing when there's nobody on base, go for it. I mean, what are you going to do? Um, or when you're, you're leading by a lot, whatever the case may be. But when you have situations, especially, especially uh, against good pitching in the playoffs and you have that that opportunity with men on base like that you have to get those small hits you have to you just have to stop trying it on run shorten up take what you can get you see the ball down and away try and hit the ball the other way stop trying to fucking pull it it's not gonna happen i can't tell you how many times i've seen that happen where the ball's away almost off the off the plate and and guys are sitting there hitting the ball trying to pull the ball you know Derek jeter was one of the best hitters in clutch situations you know what he used to do if the ball was away, he would step forward 
and put his body in a motion where he's hitting the ball the opposite field. If the ball was inside, he almost opened his swing up and dri- then you'd pull the ball. I mean, he was the best at it. And he was the guy that, listen, if you're going to throw inside, I'll try and hit it. I'll pull it for a base hit. If you pull it outside, I'm going to hit it the opposite field down the line or or just, you know, for a single. I don't care. I'm The, the point of the game is not to make an out. That is the point of the fucking game. When you go to uh, when you go for an at bat, your fucking point of that at bat is do not make an out. Simple. It's not. Let's see how many home runs I can make in this at bat. It's do not make an out. Period. If you happen to hit a home run, even better. If you happen to hit a double, awesome. Your point of that at bat is to not make a fucking out. Period. That is baseball. The game of baseball is not the team. That hits the most home runs. It doesn't work like that. You, you're, It's the team that does not make as many outs. They are the ones that score the most runs. You cannot score runs when you're making outs. Now, that goes into the next topic, which was not getting emotional. So then this is what kind of made me uh, realize that the Yankees are not going to be the same uh, as far as spending and stuff like that. Because after that whole comment about Cashman saying that he didn't pass on anybody, which was complete bullshit, um, he then says that, you know, his point is to not get emotional uh, and make logical decisions, which that is all what Cashman's been saying for every year. Every time the Yankee fan base and the media was on his case because he doesn't get anything, he has the same bullshit answer. Well, you know, I don't want to make emotional decisions. If the thing is not right, I'm not going to make the decision. Blah, blah, blah. All terms that you use when you are trying to be cheap and you're telling other teams that you're going to be cheap. That is exactly what he is doing. And I'm sorry. Uh, I'll admit that George Steinbrenner Sr. was emotional with decisions. But hey, you can't say it didn't work. You can't fucking say it didn't work. He got us World Series. He got us one of the best team, arguably, in, in fucking baseball history in 98, 99, 2000. I mean, that's how you build that. You have to be able to say, listen, I'll break my bank. I'm not going to be poor in the fucking street because I just signed a fucking guy for an extra year like Patrick Corbin. You know, I'm not going to be cheap. You know, I'll, I'll spend the extra fucking year to make sure this guy comes to play for us. I'm not going to be in the street, okay? These millionaires, I, I, you know, it's amazing how, like, these millionaires, they fucking have all this money, and they, they, they get so fucking stingy. And I'm not trying to get political or anything like that, but believe me, I, I, you're not, stop being so fucking stingy, really. You don't need a fucking lot of money to live, dude. I'm sorry, you don't. You don't need that much. That's what I'm trying to say. You don't need that much money to live. And you know what? Not for nothing... But if you put out a team like that and you do spend that kind of money, I promise you, Yankee fans will start spending more money. They will start buying more merchandise. They will start going to more uh, uh, games. You'll have people redeeming their season tickets for another year and not saying, I'm not going to fucking spend my money on season tickets when you guys can't produce a good team. They'll spend that fucking $12 hot dogs or or whatever it is, $12 beers. Because they know, you know what? We have a great chance to fucking win. And maybe we'll we'll see this beautiful team win a World Series this year. That's how business works. You do not make money by not spending money. You must spend money to make money. That is the number. I've been in sales my entire life. 
That is the number one rule. I used to tell it to my managers and my bosses all the time. I told them, listen, you guys aren't going to make a damn dime if you ain't going to spend it. You have to spend money to make money. Shit does not fall on your lap, dude. If anybody knows that better than anybody, it's me. Shit does not fall on your lap and you magically fucking make shit. You, you got to make it. You got to spend the money. You That's the only way it happens. And motherfucker, you have plenty of resource to spend the fucking money. Stop being such a cheap fuck. You want me to feel bad for the Yankees or for these teams that don't want to spend? Oh, they're trying to be fiscally responsible. Fuck you. You bunch of rich fucks. Get out of my face with that fiscally responsible, you fucking bunch. You know, that's why at least I respected uh, 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 George Steinbrenner. I, at least I respected how uh, uh, George Steinbrenner because George Steinbrenner might have been rich off his ass, but that motherfucker was like, he cared about baseball. He cared about baseball. He was, he. you could tell he was, when we won, he cried. When we lost, he cried. He was like, he wanted to win more than any, I think he almost wanted to win more than any player on that fucking field. Uh, that's how much I love the guy. Because he was so passionate about winning that he was like, listen, if we need to spend this money to get this guy, we're going to have to spend it. That's it. I want to win. There's no point of me owning a team if I'm not trying to win each and every year. That's how you have to have the mindset. Not, oh, well, we won 100 games, so we're, we're in the right direction. Or, oh, you know, a couple of balls went here and there, you know, didn't bounce our way. Our approach was the same. We just didn't get it. You know, we didn't get the big hits when we needed to. It's, you know, it's a short series. All these excuses and excuses and excuses that I keep that I kept hearing today. No. Why can't one person just say, listen, we do got to work on things. We got to change things. That's it. Things need to change. Obviously, what we're doing is not working because we've tried it for the last three years. And we, we, we haven't had the result we wanted. And, and then then Cashman to say that it's not a failure. You know, thank you, Aaron Judge, to being the only logical fucking person to say that, yes, this season was a fucking failure. How can you not say the season is a fail? How? I don't care what the Yankees had to go through with injuries. It's a failure. The point of the season is to win a World Series. If you want to blame it on the fucking injuries, fine. I understand that. Say, you know what? The season was a failure. We had a lot of injuries, so we failed. I don't give a fuck. Say it was a failure because it's a failure. There's no other word for it. The season is a failure. Repeat after me. The season was a failure. There's no... I stop sugarcoating this shit. It drives me crazy. It's You know, it, it makes me more mad. I'd rather them say, yeah, it sucked. We fucking... We didn't do our job. That's it. We got to find a way to do our jobs. We got to change shit. It was a failure. Simple as that. This is not acceptable. We know that the Yankee fans will not accept this. This is the type of shit George Steinbrenner used to say. If you remember back in the day when they when they used to interview him, he used to say these exact type of things. This is not acceptable to me, to the Yankees organization, to the Yankee fan base. It is not acceptable. This is a this is an organization that is a win first uh, mentality, and and that's it. There's no if ends or buts. We must win. Done. That's the type of attitude you have to come with. And I guarantee you, you may not win every single year, obviously. I'm not saying, I mean, you're not going to defy the odds of, of, of you know, of, you know, whatever the word is. I can't even think of it right now, but you can't defy the odds. I mean, things are going to happen where you're not going to win every year, but you're going to win more than you don't. And I'm not talking about ALCSs or, 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 or division series. I'm talking about World Series championships. And that's why we won three out of four years in a row going to the World Series.
That's why we had that 96, 98, 99, 2000. Going to the World Series in, what, 2003. Almost in 2004, which we're not going to talk about. But then after that, it was like, it just went down. And then 2009, you think, okay. And what happened, by the way, what happened in 2009? Why did we win that World Series? What did we do that offseason? What did we do that offseason, everybody? Bang, spend money, hired a new manager, spend money. Uh, 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 offseason, con- CC Sabathia, we paid that at that time. That was the biggest contract for any pitcher in, in, in history. Okay, we spent money in 09. We got a rod or whatever. I mean, you, you, you gotta spend money, man. It may not fucking let you know, you can't be thinking, hey, what happens in after seven years? This guy fucking fails like Ellsbury. Those happen rarely. Okay, it's just that when it happens, it's such a because of it's such a, being such a high payout. You know, you, you you think it's a bad it's a bad deal. But if you think about all the big free agent transactions, more so than not, you're, there's a reason why you're paying that much for the player because they're a good player. Simple as that. Okay, now I know you're gonna say Bryce Harper. We're talking about majority of the time it usually works out. What did the Red Sox do when they won the World Series last year? What did they do? They got pitchers. They spent money. They got J.D. Martinez for a bunch of fucking money. They got fucking all these guys. Uh, 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 Chris Sale they got. Um, signing uh, Ivaldi. I mean, they did. They spent money. You have to spend money. Stop it already with this fucking. Uh, you know, and that's the thing. I feel like this is the type of thing where they're not going to do anything. Anyway, I'm out of here, guys. I'm about to hit my 30 minutes max. But anyway, offseason will be at the end of the year, uh, end of the week. But anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Let's go Yankees. And I'll come back at you with the offseason episode. See ya.